Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Welcome, welcome. Hi, peeps. Hello. <laughs> we have our third... She's back. <laughs> we have our third co-host. <laughs> we have our third co-host today. Unfortunately, she is not sitting with us because, you know, we're all been... We are all quarantined, so um, she is not with us today, but she is with us by phone, and so we are so excited to have Kathy McPhail with us today. Thank you. I'm so excited, girls, but I'm really, really crushed that I'm not with you because, you know, I really love that big, beautiful mic. I the one so you hog my yeah. mic, you mean? Yeah. You hog my mic? I know. <laughs> yeah. And I am your third co-host. You are. Back, girls. You are. So much. You are a third co-host for sure. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so um, we're going to start out by just asking you how you're doing, first (laughs) off. Loaded question. I mean, well, you know, I, I feel like I've been a little bit crazy, girls. I do have a disclaimer. It's just been pretty intense. I know everyone's got their own gig going on, but um, in all in all um, honesty, you know, it's been a really weird, weird time, and I'm sure everyone's feeling that, and so I feel like, okay, God, I feel like, you know, like God has put us on a, like a spiritual timeout. Like, he's like, all right, everyone, Lock yourselves in your house. And I'm gonna, <laughs> everyone's on a timeout, so it's actually been it's been a it's a been a good thing for um, just Malcolm and I and just um, our family. It's amazing how you know when you all get to get quarantined. You know, it's the good, it's the bad, and it's the ugly. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. We all we are all feeling a little stressed out at times over yeah. here. <laughs> so I know that you've been doing a couple of different things during this time, and I wanted you to share with everybody. What are some of the things that you're doing to relieve stress? Because I know you started walking, which you're not really a walker nature lover. So (laughs) tell us about that. You know, it's been, um, it's actually been, it's, it's, it's funny how when you are in that quarantine and you, I miss my workouts, I miss going to my gym, I miss all of those everyday routines, like everyone's got their kind of everyday coping routines just in general. So when this, um, you know, quarantine hit, it was like, well, I know we get to go out and walk and, and I'm not one, I'm, to be honest, girls, I'm, the older I get, the more I'm trying to stop and smell roses and I'm going (laughs) to try to look at trees and on at the sky you try to smell roses is one that like sees the sunsets and me the too and he hears the bird singing i'm like yeah so i have been walking i have been um you know just really like on power walks i've been um it's funny because i don't know i'm not a bath taker but for some reason i just have been enjoying taking good baths yes. listening, listening to some really good podcasts <laughs> she better be listening to ours. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. So it's it's been good, and I've been really kind of. Uh, I feel like I've been allowed to have um, just the mornings. I've been kind of spending the mornings in my bedroom in lockdown, um, just really kind of just reading a book that I have been wanting to read. I've been spending a lot of time just in, in scripture, and I've just been journaling. I'm not a journaler, and it's funny that this during this, you know, I started Lent. Um, at the end of February, and I felt like I was supposed to journal, and so it's been neat to kind of journal all the days, and it's like, wow, and at the end of February, we didn't see that this was going to happen in middle of March, right. so I feel like I, God, thank you, I have record, I have record of where, mm, my, where I'm at. That's good. Yeah. Journaling is so key, mm-hmm. even if people, just for the history of where you've yeah. come from and the I think it's so great to look back and see sometimes when you're in the moment of um, another stressful moment, you can look back at past journals and go, oh, my gosh, you brought me through that storm and I didn't think I'd make it through that one. So maybe now that I'm in this stressful situation, he's going to bring me through this one or go through old financial records like my husband. What's funny is I'm a huge journaler too, but we have been going through these like boxes of like old financial records and we were just kind of chuckling like, oh my gosh, do you remember when that happened? Like, I was like, wow, like I don't, I, I, you know, because there's bits and pieces of your life that kind of just, you forget about, right? Right. And you look so true and you look back and I will say there was this one record that we went through and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that that happened. But I look back at it and I think, man, God's provision was Mm -hmm. so wonderful (laughs) during that season. It was probably something you didn't think you could get through, right? It was absolutely something we did not think we would get through. And so I, it has been kind of funny just Mm. to kind of go dig through even just old, like we've been looking at old pictures and like things that we normally wouldn't do if we Mm -hmm. weren't in quarantine, right? It's kind of the, do you feel like it's back to the old days when we used to have like photo albums? and stuff but we used to actually take time to look through things and really do stuff that no one's doing anymore yeah absolutely that's what I that's what I'm noticing you guys and honestly and really loving it it's like um you know my son-in-law he works at a really I won't even say the name but he works at a very very huge bike company and um they actually service bikes all over the world and actually he said that the bike industry is booming off the markets especially children's bikes because people that can go outside they are bike riding they're hiking they're walking because we can be outside and I thought wow it's like instead of giving them their iPhones or all this technology or all that it's like kids are getting to take bike rides with their family, with their parents. Mm-hmm. They're having home-cooked meals. You know, it's like we're sitting around the Which, table personally, eating. I'm hating because I'm having to cook every night again. <laughs> so I well, want someone to cook dinner for me. It's true. But I love, I love that it's like we're, it's like we're honing in. Back yeah. To the things that no, are it's really, good. Really important because we're kind of been put on a, I think, a timeout. Yeah. Of like, hey, you guys were going mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. were, you know. Too busy ahead. Mm-hmm. especially silicon valley it's like we're just the fast paced everything's just go 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 get on yeah. the freeways get to our jobs get to our meetings get to and yet you know but then i think there's the other trade now i'm not a fan of all these zoom meetings because my <laughs> goodness when you have to stare at yourself at the camera <laughs> self and you're like when did this old lady get this yeah, when, when did that wrinkle come up yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
No, completely. I think, I think too, it's like the Zoom meeting. I mean, I can, I was telling Phyllis, I go from conference yeah. call to conference call to conference call to Zoom call to yeah. WebEx meeting to, I yep. feel like there's, I'm like, okay, I'm just, done. I'm just yeah. done. I, I miss, yeah, yeah, I miss like the normal stuff yeah. in life. You know, yeah. I miss, I miss my clients. Right. I miss being yeah. able to like have, go to lunch or have you sit yeah. here with us. Yeah. I mean, I miss, I miss, you know what, the first week I sang at church, mm-hmm. I came home and wanted to cry yeah. because I was like, Oh my gosh, there's no nobody there. in the church. Yeah. And it just made my heart so sad. Like I mm. wanted, I was so saddened that, yeah. you know, the no, people that I clear. hug. But by I the couldn't. way, Rhonda, I want you to know if any of you listeners have not gotten the privilege of hearing Rhonda sing, oh. actually, I sing just like her. <laughs> I, Me too. I mean, Phyllis, we need to be the Supreme. We, we need to be her backup. That's, I used to be her backup. Seriousness, Rhonda, your voice is, you. uh, I know it was a God-given voice. Totally. And um, I really believe that, you know, in this quarantine and this time when we, now we're watching, you know, uh, church services online. I mean, that's this yeah. new, that's, come, the new normal yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and I just want you to know that when my husband and I are sitting in our living room and we're praying for, you know, the church and for God's people. And when it starts out with, you know, the worship and just the, to hear you, you know, sing and declare God's goodness. Yeah. Like I, it's really, you, you feel it all through the airway. So well, thank, thank you. you. Oh, well, we, I mean, I just love worship. I mean, I, that's just my heart. And so I, I can't yeah. even imagine like not doing it. And mm-hmm. I just, oh my gosh, I just, every time I sing, I'm my poor family, like <laughs> they must hate me because I literally they don't hate you. They love her walk singing. around singing all day long. They're like, oh, here she goes again. <laughs> Busting out of tune. Wish we could do that. Um, yes, no, the Supreme. We're ready. We are ready. We will, we will back you up with our outfits. With our, our wigs on. With our sparkly outfits. <laughs> yes, yep. we will. Yes. <laughs> well, well, just so you know, this is kind of a funny story. I haven't even told Phyllis this. So um, last week we, I got this big, huge box delivered and Jason brought it and he's like, what did you order? And I'm all, it's a keyboard. And he goes, oh, how funny. What? And I go, because wow. I haven't played, I played the piano for like 14 years, but I okay. don't, I play by note. I don't play by chord. So don't, I will never play for worship team. Just so you know. <laughs> hey. But we were joking around and he was like, what, what are you, what are you doing? And You're I'm just like, start her own I, production needed, company. <laughs> I just needed an out and, and, and the keyboard is like to awesome. me, amazing. I have a piano, but it's, you know, it's always out of tune. And yeah. so the keyboard's perfect. But we were cracking up, and so we were teasing oh Nina. Gosh. And Jason goes, "Well, he goes, my friend Mike is learning how to play the guitar, and you can play the keyboard, and you guys can play at Nina and Roger's wedding." And, oh like, and it was like, "No, no, no that's not, not happening." happening. <laughs> but you know what? Not, it, and I love that you guys, because what I'm noticing too, or what I'm just seeing is people are like, "There's gifts inside of yeah. us. Uh-huh. We've never mm-hmm. been able to discover them. Pour them out, and people." And so listen, it's like we have time to. I like my son Ryan has always been really artistic but of course he's busy and doing life and and he is doing all these like sketches and he got his they bought a sewing machine and my son Ryan is sewing and I'm looking at my daughter just learned That's how to make funny. beautiful sourdough bread. I saw that I was oh, going to say yeah. that does I mean, she have any starter I need some yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh well she's right now we're watching like I, I it's funny I woke myself up praying the other night for her her starter it was like she's let that, let that run Let that manna rise. God, you care about the little things. I need my friend, Lori. 
so Kathy, I wanted to ask you, I know you're used to isolation when Malcolm was very sick and you had to be isolated. And so you're not, this isn't new to you, but I wanted to ask you, how is this different from the, the isolation that you felt when you went through um, Malcolm's cancer um, journey? Well, and it, it's weird um, because, you know, again, um, we all, all of us, and I know you ladies are very familiar with that, you know, we're going to experience the suddenlies, you know, where all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, suddenly something happens and you mm-hmm. didn't see it coming. Right. And and then it's like, you know, as humans, we all like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And, you know, what if? And all the unknowns. And, and so I feel like that is familiar. Um, my husband, um, last April, um, due to his cancer, he had really, his eyes were affected um, really severely where basically last April he lost his sight and he has one eye was he's been blind in one eye for the last two years but in his good one only seeing eye um he had a bad he he gets all these ulcers and it actually took his sight so for the last year um we have been battling blindness he would Mm -hmm. go through sight and then he would get some a little bit back and he's still not fully fully I mean our biggest prayer this last year is especially starting the first of the year he ends up having to get his eye completely sewn shut so for two and a half months he had zero sight during before Thanksgiving and we went all the way through Thanksgiving Christmas until the end of January where we were in a complete physical shutdown and he's locked can't drive and and trying to pastor a church and trying to um lead you know through um no sight it, it is it has been a real difficult journey not knowing that within a couple of months the whole world was going to get full on shut down. And I've been kind of thinking back in the last, you know, 20 years of our cancer journey and a lot of different, you know, he's had physical things going, we've had family crisis going. And I kept thinking, Lord, this is, this isn't um, unfamiliar to us, but Mm -hmm. part of me, you guys feels like, Lord, I think you have trusted us to to get it, to know what people are going to feel, mm-hmm. what people are going to experience. I mean, unfortunately, being a mom and dad, you know, you, you kind of tell your kids like, hey, these are the things, you know, we, we really know about because we maybe made bad choices or maybe bad decisions. And so you try to, you know, help them through hoping that they won't do what you did, <laughs> you know, learning right. the lessons. Yeah. So it's, it has been, um, you know, for Malcolm and I personally, just, it's been pretty intense because, you know, I look at this going, Lord, I, I know how scared people are when you feel the unknown or we, we have gotten a, a, a lot of calls of people who've lost their jobs and they have yeah. families and, yeah. you know, we, um, we support a lot of missionaries all over the world and we've had several that have had personal tragedies mm-hmm. um, with losing a child and then churches aren't able to pay the, the missionaries and so they're losing finances plus grieving and mm-hmm. you know we've had several deaths in our church of loved ones mm-hmm. and they can't have funerals I think of you Rhonda like yeah. your daughter's getting married the most celebrated time <laughs> to enjoy now wondering is there going to be or babies being born and yeah. not being able mm-hmm. to have family so it it has felt deeply crushing mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. see how people what they feel because I get it it's like it is hard to go through difficulties but I I look at it and I'm thinking but God you don't waste that like you're doing good things in us 
yeah. you know, during this time where you can kind of refocus and mm-hmm. shift, you know, some of the life, the styles of the way we live. I'm like, God, this is good. It's been good. It's really good. Yeah. And it I think good. too, when we were talking even before we got on the podcast about, you know, our verse for 24 mm-hmm. karat, which is for when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. And, you know, you think about the refining process that he's taking yeah. us through right now. Like mm-hmm. we're being refined. We're in the fire. Yeah. It yeah. hurts. It burns. You know, mm-hmm. it's not comfortable. It's mm-hmm. not, a, you know, a place we want to be yeah. in. But, you know, we have a choice at the end of the day when we're done with this, like we can yeah. emerge as pure gold. I mean, that's what he desires for us. Yeah. Or we can melt away, right? Like yeah. we, we have choices with those kinds of Absolutely. things. Absolutely. And so I do think, you know, especially I I was thinking about you when we went into um, isolation, because I know that a lot of times when you've gone through something like you did with Malcolm and his Mm -hmm. cancer, uh, trauma gets brought back up, right? You get all those old feelings of it feels like this and out of control. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was uh, reading, I follow, you know, a lot of gals that have had children that have passed away and one of them had said something like it felt like the day she died. And Mm -hmm. I thought, Oh my goodness. Yes. That's what it feels like. It feels like, Yep. You're in this space where you... It, Life is yeah. going by, but you're standing still Yeah, you're still like standing this, still, and yeah. it's just speeding mm-hmm. by, right? Mm-hmm. And so yep. I, I think that a lot of people are, especially if you haven't dealt with a lot of the things, yes. you know, like, obviously, you know, I've gone to counseling, you've you've had your yep. counseling because of what Malcolm's gone through, but a lot of people yes. haven't. Mm-hmm. So it's bringing up trauma and a lot of fe- old feelings and emotions that they might have not dealt with already. So that's well, tough. that's what... And I love this, you guys, because I do feel like you do address the issues that we, we experience. And there's a woman that um, we recommend a lot of, um, I actually personally, she's been my counselor, but she's in San Jose and she sent me like five or six articles on, mm-hmm. on what people um, going through grief and this yeah. PTSD and, right. and really, I mean, I, we have several nurses at our church. We have people that my son is a, a you know, firefighter yeah. and he had to get tested and, you know, it's, it's the reality of the fact that even with like you know your truck drivers and you're at the grocery store and it's you know walking around looking around at people and just seeing you know the fact that there is big concern but that's why like you know girls today it is good friday i don't know when this is you know going to be posted but i think about really like jesus like today was a day for the christian community where it was like mm-hmm. wait a minute i thought i thought you were <laughs> the, the savior i thought you yeah. were yeah. going to take care of us and wait you die like mm-hmm. and then malcolm and i were talking earlier and he said you know that's where like jesus like he took on our pain he took right. on our our hurts our burdens he took on our sins he took on our stuff and then we think but all our dreams are done all our future's done everything's done and then you know of course we know that what happened three days later it's like we get easter like i feel like we're living in the days we're like jesus like you're the hope like yeah you yeah. are the hope but bottom yeah. line you guys i you know believe me i'm as human as <laughs> as anybody and i know what it's like to feel you know scared and mm-hmm. freaked out and and to feel like the crazy lady running down i call it blanche she's always <laughs> blanche <laughs> is that your that's your alter naked. ego <laughs> <laughs> your alter ego is blanche she's peeking out the window <laughs> checking on everyone <laughs> yeah i think it's all like i feel exposed of like when i'm going through struggles and trials i'm like oh my gosh how am i gonna handle it but i do feel like this is for me has affirmed 
over and over, man, Jesus, you're the one we need. You're yeah. hope, you're peace, you're the anchor. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a crazy lady and he anchors, he anchors my crazy. Yeah. He's, he, I'm going to, I'm going to make that a thing. He anchors he my crazy. He anchors my crazy. It's a book title. <laughs> yeah, it is a book title. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to hold you to uh, that. We expect you yeah. to be writing a book about that. <laughs> You've got some time, so Yeah, all right. <laughs> I can help you. <laughs> Thank you. I know people who write books. <laughs> I know oh a person. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I'm proud of both of you. Oh, you know, I, I'm so blessed to have both of you, you know, in our church. And I am so blessed that you girls are on the front lines, you know, of really of like trying to encourage people and having this podcast. And I, I get that from both of you, that your heart is to hurt, is to um, encourage and yeah. to bless. And man, that's what we need, you guys. Yeah. We need more people that are going to, you know, carry us when we're on the low and, you know, pray for us when we're in the pit and then kind of say, all right, now it's time. Come on, warriors. Let's get our boots on. Yeah. Let's yeah. get out and let's do it. Yeah. yeah and we, it was funny because we were talking about how it was such a God thing where we didn't know where this podcast was going to go last right. year when we started it. And now it's become um, kind of a lifeline for some people yeah. that uh, because we can't go out and see each other. So they I we are still getting texts and messages from people saying, I heard the podcast and it encouraged, especially yeah. we had our girls on and, you know, we're going to oh, start doing something. It. We're going to do something with the girls once a month yeah. because we have such a good um, response when the girls are on with us and. Um, no, it's so good because yeah. I, I feel like I have daughter. I have daughter around. You know, she's a little bit older than um, she's twenty eight, but I yeah. I feel like I love that you guys are targeting. Like, I want to know what the what the girls exactly. are doing. Exactly. Yeah. Know what, you know, because the old lady, I know I've been living life way too yeah. long here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I, everyone can like, share a little bit of something, you know, like you need the mama mentors, but you also need right. to hear from the young, yes. younger generation to see, like, how are they feeling? What are their thoughts? What's going on in the world? And so the girls have been asking and us. I, and yeah. And I they just, got addicted to the mics, they did. too. I know. I know. I and now, now, that, it, now that Nina's permanently here. I was like, okay, well, now that she's permanently here, let's do something, you know? And I think, you know what I'm most impressed about, though, is is um, their faith. Like, I, yeah. I'm just blown away. Like, every time yeah. you record with them, yeah. and they'll bust out, like, some Bible verse or some, yeah, like... Yeah. That I didn't even know. Some bit of knowledge or... <laughs> I was like, just, oh, she's smart. That's just my like, kid. <laughs> oh, my. Like, that was some wisdom right there yeah. that you just gave us, you know? And yeah, so I'm good. just excited for the next generation. Like, I'm a huge yeah. advocate of the next generation that's coming behind us, you know, and to know that we hear so much negativity about, mm-hmm. oh, that generation, mm-hmm. you know, the millennials yeah. or what, you know, they're horrible and they're, they don't have work ethic and they don't, you know, and it's like, that is not true. Like I see so much hope in our next generation and yeah, that's I'm what sorry. I'm excited about. I hate, I yeah. hate to interrupt, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, you know, girls, they, they, they didn't get there on their own. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing I'm noticing on watching my my children parent is that it is our responsibility to teach and train up our kids. Absolutely. And I think that's, you girls did that. You did the, the, the hard thing when they were, you know, having to be guided and having to be directed. That doesn't just happen by even sending them to church one day a yeah. week. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it happens in the daily living of saying, you guys, here's what I'm seeing. Or, or even like I have been feeling just as, you know, this spiritual 
spiritual leader in, in, in our, you know, our church. And I was like, my biggest heart's cry is like, you guys have time now to, to sit and teach the kids on like, who really, who is Jesus? And, yeah. who is mm-hmm. you? and, mm-hmm. and reading those, those good Bible stories that when they went through difficulties, when went, how did they get through it? And there's exciting things in the Bible that yeah. I think our kids need to hear. Cause I want a spiritual foundation built in our, on our, you know, our, my home personally, but in the homes of the church that God's trusted us with. So that's my big shout out is moms and dads. You know what you, maybe you for the first time gather them around and like, Hey, we're going to read the story. Yeah. Great children's Bibles that I, I learned a lot about God in this children's Bibles. I Me too. Know. Yeah. I, I'm like, I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. But <laughs> My one friend was teaching about Esther, and I'm like, who's Esther? I don't even think I read about her. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, where did you learn? You went to Bible school? And she goes, Becky Tales. Oh, oh, my gosh. Veggie Veggie Tales. Tales. We used to have the felt boards. I don't know. Did, did yes. you kids? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Those were the best. So they, uh, that was yes. my favorite part of Sunday so school. I have to give a shout-out to my daughter, Ariel, works for Yippie TV. And it's a, it's like on, on an icon, like a Netflix thing. And it's a children's uh, Christian children's broadcast. And and they're they're doing Veggie Tales right now. That's the best. Yeah. Oh so best. I still know that whole Shout song. Shout out to don't, Yippie TV. Yeah. Don't make me start busting out the Veggie Tales song, okay? Because Bob the Tomato was my oh favorite. I'm not going to lie. Well, so I, funny. Um, I forgot about, um, you know, I, of course, I felt like, you know, when my kids were little, you know, my biggest goal was like, okay, Easter, we got to get their outfits. We got to get their, you know, look good. You got to get them all dressed. And then the Easter egg hunt. Well, my one friend was reminding me about, they're called resurrection eggs. Oh, and there's yeah. 12 of them. And then each egg has a different meaning, like it shows like a sword and it shows like, you know, the crown and all these different things. Well, she was saying one day she sat her two little kids down and she went through these resurrection eggs and they had to open up each egg. And then she told the story. Well, she just felt like they were bored and they weren't listening. And so she put a, she put a real thorn in the crown of thorn egg. And she said, do you know what it feels like to be poked on a thorn? And she poked her kid and she said, that is been her biggest member like mom wanted us to bleed oh my god that's horrific (laughs) i was hoping you were gonna say she was gonna throw a candy in there (laughs) i was telling my granddaughters i'm like okay we're gonna mimi's gonna teach you the resurrection aids and i'm and i'm gonna show you what a real thorn and i'm gonna poke you and my five-year-old's like mimi and i'm like listen every mother every homeschooling mother right now they're gonna get it and they're gonna say oh i want a real thorn Oh, no. Please don't yeah, poke don't your be, kids. Yeah. <laughs> we are not advocating for poking your children right now. <laughs> Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh, Kathy, you're always such a hoot. I'm telling you, like I crack up every time we have you on. No wonder you're our third co-host. Third co-host. She crazy like us. Well, and you know what? To be honest, another thing that has made me giggle is um, I know that, you know, everyone's been forced to do it. It's, called, it's not called homeschooling. It's called crisis schooling. Yeah. Poor moms. I know. Poor moms are like, they're working. They're trying. Oh, to I would be the out. worst mom ever right now oh, if I had to do that. Oh. Yeah. I was I was telling someone the other day, uh, one of my cousins, she's working from home and she has a two-year-old. And I go, hey, because I've worked from home for probably about 20 years. So this isn't like, yeah. it's normal for me, right? But I can tell you there were days that I was in the car taking a conference call and little hands would like be on the glass yeah. and I'd be like, you know, motioning like, I'm working, you yeah. know, because they don't know how to be quiet. I mean, at right. least right now, 
people know your kids are home. Yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. You can really, get- and then my thing is I, you know, was one of those that I, you know, I homeschooled my kids for 16 years and I felt like nobody could understand how crazy I was. Like I started to put like counseling money aside for <laughs> when they were babies. And They're going to need therapy. I said, oh, this is going to leave a mark. Oh, this is going to oh, leave a my permanent God. mark. And Because then you think, who do you blame? You can't blame the teacher or the students in the playground. It's the mother. And I remember one lady says, <laughs> you know, I don't know about you homeschool moms. You guys are weird. You're all afraid of a public school. You're all afraid of the devil. And I'm like, my kids live with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask them. They'll tell you now. I still don't know how you homeschooled. I know. I, I'm not. I, I would not have done crazy. that well. That's yeah. crazy. But uh, now I'm officially out, and now I feel like, God, thank you that you let the whole world understand how I feel. Yeah, exactly. That's what I happened. know. Because I wanted everyone to know yeah. how hard it was. <laughs> and if somebody thought they wanted to homeschool after this, yeah, when they're they done, might they to. might reconsider. But <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I feel, I do feel bad for those mamas at home because it's like, you know, you don't even, you don't get any break. It's just nothing. um, So Ariel's going through that now because Costin was going to a Montessori school. He's two, but he, he asks her every day. And this is a thing as I I was thinking the trauma of these little kids that don't understand. And so he's asking her every day, he goes, I go to school today. And she's like, no, honey, not today. Like why everyone's sick. And so then he's like, let's go to the park. And she goes, we can't go to the park. Why? Everyone's sick. So the next day he's all, we go to the park today? Yeah. <laughs> like, are they better? Take? So he's, so she's had, and then they both have to work from home, her and her husband. And so she said they have a setup like Julius is, I think, on the kitchen counter. Hers is upstairs. And then they set up a school room like mm-hmm. atmosphere for Costin on the kitchen table. And she said, you know, I feel so bad because, um, we're having to like, he, he's trying, he's telling her I'm being good. I'm being good because they know that they're on calls. Yeah. And so he's there. She goes, we're having to like push him aside yeah. and not yeah. be, you know? And so she goes, I'm torn because I ha- I have this job I love. But at the same time, she goes, I feel so bad for him because he's watching us where we're shushing him and we're yeah. like, not right now. You can't do this. And so he, every day he's trying to do something where he's like, mom, I was really quiet today. Mom, I was really, you know, like he, I, I, I know. And I, and, and really, and you guys in, in all seriousness, like, I feel like, I mean, it is a really big deal for our children. And it is yeah. a big deal for I'm looking at my daughter-in-laws and just the pressure and the responsibilities. But I, I look back, you guys, and I know for us, all of my divine, I'm calling it the divine shelter-in-place time that God has had us being. When we Malcolm had a transplant, bone marrow transplant, we had to move to Seattle, Washington with our four you know, little kids. And we yeah. had to live in this tiny two-bedroom hotel room. And But I look back and I think, man, it was like my kids look back and it was their greatest time of their life. And I think the kids are going to look back at this Mm -hmm. with even parents are going to look going, man, this was a really special time. This was the most special time that they have memories of like. You know, and, yeah. and even the even the war stories when you're like, I smacked one time my son Ryan with frozen bacon. I <laughs> and I think of all those ugly things. Yeah, that, you know, they're crazy. You know, you're like yelling, and I think then we end up turning around and it's like they're gonna remember. And then they laugh about it later. Yeah, you know, when they're older. Like, yeah. 
how did my mom and dad respond in yeah. crisis? Like how yeah. it's like we're teaching them a lot by not even saying anything. Yeah. Like, you know, who am I turning to? Or, you know, hopefully, you know, my, our prayer is my husband and I is that God, I just, I want to be able to people to turn to you and you're a safe God and you're a loving God. And mm-hmm. you're, you know, I don't believe God caused this virus. I don't believe it at all, but I believe God will use anything yeah. to right. towards him, you yeah. know, to be able to, to bring say, families together. Yes. Yeah. To bring us back together mm-hmm. to hone us in. It's yeah. like, you know, I mean, there it's, it's a very special, I feel like we're in the, the God kingdom calendar that we're going to yeah. look back at March, April, May of 2020. And it is a marking spot mm-hmm. for, I believe not only ourselves as families, but I believe the world. And I think mm-hmm. that God doesn't waste this really, really significant time so that we can do some self-evaluating and being able to have time to be able to go, okay, what, you know, what's life about? And, mm-hmm. and let's just continue to know that we, we need this. We need Jesus. We yeah. need God to yeah, get us yeah. through storms. You know? And we will be forever changed from this. I mean, yeah, I, sure, I think yeah. that we will all walk away from this and think a little differently and mm-hmm. do things yeah. a little differently. And I think we had gotten really far away. You know, yeah. we're so busy and we're so... Somebody yeah. had said the other day that, you know, we've been so used to being productive and right. it's okay not to be productive. That's your badge of honor. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh, look how productive yeah. I am, you know? And I'm it's so like, busy. Yeah, and yeah. now, uh, I think I posted this the other day that... I Somebody had told me, oh my gosh, well, the only weekend I have available is this one weekend in March. And I was cracking up and I'm like, yeah. And now we have every weekend. Everyone has. So, you know, I I think the Mm -hmm. slowing of it and I have to like for myself, I, I just remember feeling so much anxiety walking into spring because, you know, I had Nina's graduation and then we were getting ready for the wedding and, and all these things. And I was traveling a ton. Um, I was supposed to be in New York this week and it's just so funny that it all stopped in my calendar completely Mm -hmm. cleared up. And I, there's a part of me that was like, I had been asking God for rest. I was like, not this way. I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry people. If it's my fault that I asked for rest, Um, but I had been asking for rest because I was so tired and I just couldn't like, you know, I I needed time to write and I needed time to do things. And I feel like we've stopped and that's okay. And and okay, I liked, right. uh, there was somebody, I was reading something where someone said, I hope we don't go back mm-hmm. to normal because uh, what we've learned during this time is how much we really yep. love being with our family. We really love the slowdown time. I hope we don't go back. I hope that we, when we go into a store that we actually appreciate the person behind the counter mm-hmm. that, and it was just this whole thing of like, I hope that we look That's at so life good. differently. And it was like, yes, that is the whole point is like everyone's saying, oh, I can't wait till this is over so we can go back to normal it's like I hope we don't go back to normal I hope we all learn from this that we can actually slow our lives down and guess what it doesn't end because we don't have that big account or we're not the big VP of something or our kids aren't in soccer right now or we don't have the perfect picture right it's like we can sit in our baseball caps with gray Mm -hmm. hair Mm -hmm. and we're all okay and we're loving our families more and um And that's what I'm seeing a lot of is the, and I've heard this from a few moms who said, gosh, we were so busy and I'm really, really enjoying the slowdown with my children. So that's my prayer for everyone is like, just really enjoy the quiet times right now. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is your family and loving others. And it's really like what our church is about is love God, love people, serve others. Mm -hmm. It's that, that to me resonates your life and you really should be about that every single day. Mm -hmm. And I think we've had that 
time to be able to um, express that in ways that are simple. Yeah. Um, phone calls are important right now. You yep. need that connection. And so we're, you know, even though people hate social media, it's become a good platform for yeah. things. And so, you know, you can use that for good, but also just the, the honing in of just being together and serving others and loving your neighbors like yourself mm-hmm. yeah. has been like a huge game changer. Like our neighbors have completely, we've always been close, but now we're really keeping an eye on yeah. each other, yeah. which I is, it's great. And so I think we have to look at the good that's coming out of this in the midst of the people that are suffering through this we still have to see the light. And so I think you have to come up from the ashes and, and see the light because this won't stay the same. It is going to change and, but we have to change with it. We can't go back to the way we were before. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I just, I know we're probably getting close to the time, but I just wanted to do like a little, I just wanted to do a little shout out for, for Jesus and for God. Cause I, I feel like sometimes you guys, and, and it's the sad thing that, that he's been misrepresented to mm-hmm. a world where, you know, God is a loving God and he's a very, very merciful God. And I think yes. this is, he's the hope of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that during this Easter season and during this time, yeah. where we are in this shelter and I want people that are even questioning, like, God, are you good? Like, God, who are you? Are you the scary, mm-hmm. mean God? I feel like this is an opportunity yes. for those that are maybe even questioning, God, why does this happen? And I wish, you know, we as humans could have all the answers, but I think that's where I want want to encourage people if they're you know seeking like what what is true i want them mm-hmm. to to turn to god because he's calling us to say look you need me in your lives to help you be anchored in a time where things aren't anchored so i'm doing a shout out for god today well, you know what and i think it's it's great my my brother had sent me something yesterday about um how many people are watching church online like mm-hmm. it was like yeah. Yeah. He gave me numbers. I don't have them right in front of me, but wow. I was just like, you know, it's true because during this time, people are really seeking to mm-hmm. to, yeah. to, to find a deeper mm-hmm. purpose for their life. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. right now, you know, if, if you're out there and you're seeking... Yeah more, you know, this is the time to really dig deep and see what God has for you. Because I can tell you what, like he has never failed me and I would much rather do it with him than without him. So, you know, I couldn't even imagine doing it without him. Like I I have so much peace knowing that he is in control and that's That's a hard place for me to have been. You know, Kathy and I were talking before we're, we're, you know, we are feelers and, Mm -hmm. you know, we have a lot of emotion and all of these (laughs) things, but man, like Old Rhonda, I told Phyllis this mm-hmm. this morning, old Rhonda would have fallen apart. And I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I would have fallen apart. Yeah. But you know what? Like, God has really shaped me and taught me um, to be a better so person, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. in transparency and in the honesty that I've been able, like, I don't carry the guilt and the shame mm-hmm. of what are, yeah. what is everyone else going to think of me mm-hmm. if I'm not perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not be perfect mm-hmm. and just to rest in it's the fact okay that It's okay to knows. suffer and feel mm-hmm. your feelings, too. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Okay. Because yeah. if we, we need a savior. I'm like, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I, I'm not Jesus. He is. Right. You know, like, right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for God. Thank Just, you. But I, I really agree. And girls, I, I thank you that
here in front of us. So I appreciate yeah. that Aww. so much. You encourage me. I'm challenged by you. And I just, I'm honored to just be a part of your podcast community. And I'm just blessed to have been invited. It's really well, such an we honor. We love you. I mean, you're always so much fun to have on. Of course, you're going to be on again. You, and I again, mean, you are again. our third co-host. Third co-host, yeah. <laughs> I'll be practicing my singing, Rhonda. <laughs> Wait, okay. Kathy, you and I have to get together and practice yeah. our har- harmonies. Harmonies. <laughs> and I'll keep practicing the piano, okay? And then we can just start a band. We can have our I, I own little band. Oh, I appreciate you oh my so gosh. Much. And, I, and I love your audience. <laughs> well, they love you too. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on today. And 24 Carat Tribe, we thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's show. We want you to follow and subscribe, share, give us a review. Reviews are super important to us. And leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment and follow us on 24 Karat Conversations Podcast. And until next time, 24 Karat Tribe, sparkle on. Bye, peeps. Bye. Bye.